Hey everybody, how are you today? I'm doing good, good, good. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, you know, I've been busy a lot, so usually I do like, you know, two podcasts a week, but a lot of shit's been going on personally and, you know, I reflect on some shit, so it is what it is. Um, but I do have a really, really good podcast for you. So, um, I wrote down, I never script my podcast, but this one I did. So I don't forget anything. I did some studying. I did some research. Um, I read two of these books. It's called the subtle, the (laughs) the subtle things of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson and everything's fucked by the same author, Mark Manson. And I just want to put a disclaimer as well. I am not sponsored by anybody. So I'm just, I took some words from him and I kind of like mixed them together with me. So I'm not plagiarizing as well. It's just a really, really good book. Those books are wonderful and he's such a good writer. So I just wanted to express some things and share a couple stories with you. Now it's like 15 pages long. So I don't know if it's going to, if I'm going to put this in one or I might, I might do two parts, but we'll just see how it goes. And I also want to put a disclaimer here too. The views that I have of my own stories is mine. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't, my intentions are not to hurt anybody, disrespect anybody, or um, cast judgment on anybody. I don't. I'm, I don't at all. Your views are your views, and my views are my views. I respect your views if you respect my views. So, with that being said, once again, I'm not sponsored. <laughs> so, the today's podcast is called what we choose to give a fuck about. This is a long one, so just stay with me. So today's podcast will be about why do we care so much? We shouldn't, but more than often, we do. Unfortunately, it happens in all aspects of our lives. So I have to tell you about this book I just read. Well, too, the subtle act, the subtle act of giving no fucks. Everything is fucked. Walter by Mark Manson, not sponsored, by the way. At all, it's just a great book. All in all, it's just a great book. So let's look on why we actually do and try not to dwell on the past, on who did you wrong, or what they did to you, or etc. So it's basically about like this goes in all aspects of life: relationships, family, work, um, you know caring for people, not caring for people. It's, it works in all ways. Um, so the first thing I learned was to actually ask myself, what pain am I willing to feel? Everybody loves to feel pleasure, but isn't willing to endure the pain. Not many people are willing to feel the pain to get that relationship. The work that it takes to actually stay and work on it. We so rarely want to do the work, but we expect the rewards. Why do some men and women hurt us? Why do we want to continue? And why do we continue to stay? Why am I not getting that promotion at work? Or because I'm the best worker? Or why is my mom always harping on me? I I'm the best child, you know? Um, we We fall in love with the actual thought of the pleasure or the rewards, not the actual pain. Our struggles will determine 
our happiness. It's just another vicious cycle. We are not special people who always bra- who always brag about everything. Are not and, and pe- we are not special, so don't take yourself so seriously. People who always brag about everything are not special. They are some of the unhappiest people in the world. For example, you have this friendship friend who always says, oh, you know what? I make a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a year or a million dollars a year. And I have this, I have that. My kids go to the best schools, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, you know, just keeps on whatever. So, you know, the friends that like, oh, I have the best relationship or I do this or I do that. And, you know, it is what it is. So, or have all these whatever houses, material things, when in reality, they are just like us. They live, everything they say is bullshit. So don't take people so seriously. Just live and keep on moving. Move forward. The ex that... (laughs) That treated you ill, illy. For example, men are simple creatures. They will tell you exactly what what they want now when they want it. Example: When a man or a woman, not excluding anyone, because it in all aspects, women do the same thing as men. If you feel like they're not calling you, texting you, messaging you, or whatever, they're slowly slipping away. If that's how, if, wait, there's always the boom away. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. If that's how you feel, they probably are. The whole I'm busy thing is just an excuse. It's just bullshit. No one is ever that fucking busy. Come on. You can't just send a fucking text. You can't send, hey, what's up? Da-da-da. I'm busy today. You know, I can't get to you, but you know, blah, blah, blah. Men in love will move mountains for their women. And it's true. So ladies, don't ignore that gut feeling. Leave it. Just leave it. Our intuition tells us so. Just talk to them. Men or women, people make time for who what they want to make time for. Remember that. This is just my own experiences or opinions. So this doesn't portray everyone. Don't short the don't shoot the messenger. People treat you how they feel about you. So pay attention. I know it's hard to walk away. I know that pain when a person can just walk away with no feelings or emotions. How can one day you make me feel so special and so great, like the greatest person in the world? The next day you instantly were strangers. That's fucked. Like you you can instantly walk away from whatever we had like years and years and years without even saying shit like blah 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 blah. fuck we should just have stayed strangers instead of going through all that bullshit i know that feeling that you have when your heart falls out of your chest it's shattered it's broken you're pissed well i get more angry than anything but it's both i'm not innocent i am stubborn as hell i do things to pick a fight lol because the makeup sex is so much better i'm toxic i'm tainted i feel like i'm not good enough for them 
They're so handsome, educated, so good, and I am just this person that isn't good. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not okay with myself. I have body issues. I am mentally unstable at times. I lash out. People can only take it so much before they let you go. Fuck this shit. The shame and guilt that I feel after I see them, the thoughts of them not being there, etc. Well, fuck them. You just get over it. Any cry and stay in your feelings for a few days, then you bounce right back. If they don't see how much better their your life is, if they wait, if they don't see how much better their life will be by you adding to it, then fuck them. Relationships are supposed to be like, in my opinion, now this is just my opinion. You better each other. You you ride for each other. You you make them better. He makes you better, or she makes you better. Whatever the case may be, you add to your relationships, and you work your problems out. Learn to say "fuck you" to the world once in a while. So back to the things I learned. I also think these little tips will help with our mental health as well. Everyone is toxic, negative at this, at them. Their life, wait, everyone is who is toxic or negative, cut them fucking loose. Just let them go. They're like anchors in your life. Cut them and sail on. Touch, take them that doesn't give you, cut them too, that whoever doesn't give you, you know, not, you don't need negativity in your life. Just cut them loose. With that being said, it'll be family, moms, dads, kids, um, friends, exes, you know, husbands, whatever. If you're stressing out so much, fucking let them go. Anyone that doesn't give you honesty and loyalty, cut them loose. Now, I'm not saying the ones who, who give you honest criticism. They're the realest ones on your team. Like, your friends that, like, I don't want to, I'm that kind of friend that, like, I'm not going to tell you, you know, oh, yeah, you're right about everything. You're not right about everything. When you do wrong, I'm going to tell you what's wrong. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you did well. No, you didn't. You're a piece of shit. You know, get, bitch, get your shit up. You know, you're, get your shit together. We're going. You know, we're going to have a good day. Blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you just need your girlfriend, honestly. Back in the days, back in the 60s, people believed that if you were, if you or thought you were the best person or arrogant people, you're usually more successful. Always feeling good about yourself is harmful. You have to make mistakes and feel the pain. If you don't, you'll just think you're the best in the world and people won't like you. You have to humble yourself. Not saying don't be confident at all, but you should be. Entitled, I'm just talking about entitled people. They think you shouldn't have to work. People who are full of themselves are delusional of reality. They think they live in a world where no one exists but them. Money has no value. They just keep on and do it. Just my opinion. You should make a fool of yourself. People who are full of themselves have a delusional value of self-confidence. Now, when I say you should 
make a fool of yourself. That's like, say you're going on stage. Fuck it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Be happy. Make a fool. You know, make a fool of yourself. Make, don't take life so seriously. I mean, you have to take life seriously, honestly, but you don't have to take everybody's life seriously. Self-confidence. It makes them feel good about themselves by telling themselves all their lies, assumptions. So, like, I have this person, and she constantly, like, brags, but nothing's true. Like, oh, I make $70,000 a year, and, like, I have this, I have that, I have a car, blah, blah, blah. And in all reality, it's not fucking true. So, I just take it as, I'm like, whatever. You have to pick your fucking battles. You know what I mean? You have to pick your battles. Why stress over somebody's, you know shit when you don't have to um it's just another high for them they make us they make up rumors lies talk shit to you and carry on don't take them seriously real people that have self-respect believe in themselves see all aspects of themselves the mistake they make how to better themselves etc i used to be one of them well not the whole fool yourself thing I never had that level of self-confidence, but in relationships I did. When I was young and a teenager age, I had a lot of trauma. I have abandonment issues also, self-confidence issues. I have issues with wanting to commit, but I don't want to stay committed. I have issues, I want to commit, but I don't want to stay committed, if that makes sense. I have issues with fakeness and arrogant people and rude people. So the more faker you are, the more I push away from you. I don't believe in that. You shouldn't, like, if I know you're fake, I have a sixth sense. So, like, I'm really, really good at it. And I don't know what it is and I don't know why, but I am. I'm not a psychic or anything, but I know when people are not good. When they're lying... Or whatever. I'm very intuitive with myself. I'm I'm indecisive. Want you to call me every I don't like I don't want you to call me every single minute of the day, just randomly. Like or like when you can't just send a text. I'm not how do I put this? I'm not I'm insecure, but I'm insecure because of what was done to me, I should say. Um, I don't want to be around people a lot because when I am, I need that alone time to recharge my batteries. I have to disappear for a while. My friends will tell me forever, know where I'm at. So I just have to get away. So when I was younger, in my 19 or 19 or 20, I would just randomly date, not hook up, like I'm not a hoe, but I would just randomly date, like date people, like constantly. Um, I wouldn't sleep with them, but like I'd go on on dates and, you know, do whatever. I wasn't hooking up with them, just not to, I just didn't want to settle down. I would find different aspects in men that would build the perfect man that I wanted if that makes sense. My father instilled it in my head that I wasn't good enough. I'm a horrible and more horrible things. One day when I'm ready, I'll tell you everything. I'll share this on my podcast. But the reason now, as I 
look back on it, the reason why I couldn't commit was because I felt I didn't feel validated. And if I was just, I was just feeling it. I wouldn't just go on to the next level or guy. Once again, not hooking up with them. I'm not a hoe. I felt like I was, I was wanted. I was loved. I was adored. I wanted to be happy. And they were too. Now, the men in my life in the past and present and future, hopefully, never ever disrespect me. They never made me feel like I wasn't beautiful. My body issues never, never, ever, ever made them. Like, we never discussed it, but, like, I don't think it ever bothered them. Or, or my, it's, it's all in my head. It's, it's me. It was all me. I had an issue with myself always being inside my head. I would think, what the fuck? They're not calling because I'm not the right size. They're embarrassing me. I constantly overthink. In my relationships are my relationships. I kind of self-sabotage, but I don't. Like, it's, it's weird. I had the best of men. I am so grateful they all taught me lessons. No, I'm not saying they were all angels because they weren't, they did wrong too. So due to my trauma, I thought it was me. That's why they don't want me or air quotes. But now in my older years, I don't give a fuck. If we argue, you can argue with yourself. It takes two to argue, especially if I think I'm right. LOL. <laughs> it's a struggle with me. I'm a lot to handle. I need to. I need reassurance. But when I am in love, I love hard, and would walk through fire and glass for these people, for these men. I'll always be there for them. Whatever you need, I got. I got you. Being everything. I'm very independent, and I know. And no one can do anything for me that I can't do for myself. I'm seriously hard to deal with at times. If I think you're lying and I feel it, it's in my head. It's like a mantra playing over and over and over. And I overthink and I think and I think and I think. Anything you do or say will never change my mind. Even though I am a pain, I, they still stayed. And they gave me love. I don't think that they did at the time. I don't think they did at the time, but they did. Like, I would always constantly be like, oh, you don't love me? Why? Like, you know, am I too big? Am I too fat? Am I too stupid? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not good enough. But they, were, I always felt like they were the greatest men ever. I was not... I was not adequate for anyone, but the rest of you are all amazing. But I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I was hurting them. Maybe I was pushing them away. Was I the problem? Then came this one amazing man that simply changed my whole way of thinking. We had this connection, this physical movement that draws us in. Let me explain. I was so used to men wanting me and wanting to commit right away, feeling in love with me. 
And then when I met him, not physically at the moment, the very first time I heard his voice, I felt it right away. I felt this instant connection, this instant high. Not, not drugs high, but emotional high. The high I had from him was too much. I haven't even met him in person yet. When we first started talking, we instantly connected. We became friends, then and just moved to something else. It's like this comic connect, cosmic connection I never felt in my entire life. He was the perfect sweet and sour bad boy I've always wanted, I've always needed. I have never been so anxious and happy in my life. I was so happy. He was like a drug to me that I never wanted to rehab fun. But like, but as well as all drugs, they can kill you. They can seriously fuck your life up. And instantly, my heart was full. It's like I handed it to him. My heart and he took it and somehow mended the pieces back together. I was in love right away. I never ever felt that way before. But in the beginning, it was like the honeymoon stage. You know how you you just love everything and you feel everything and you're like, oh baby, oh this, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now I love you. But like, you know, you know how, wait, okay, blah, blah, blah. I was in love. No one could tell me shit. I felt it in my veins. I felt it in my heart and my soul. No one has ever reached my soul. Not one besides my children, but that's a different kind of love. When we first met, I was instantly forced into him. This force that wasn't myself walking towards him. But it was just something bigger than all of us pulling us together. We can literally talk about everything and nothing. Just to smell him. Just to talk to him. His very presence of him being there was enough for me. The instant cosmic connection on it was always there. The physical was there. Everything. I cannot describe how it was because it's indescribable. To this day, it isn't. We were both. Wait, what? Till this day, it isn't. We were both from. Oh, we were both from. I don't know. I can't read my writing. <laughs> we had a lot in common. Oh, we're both from the city. Sorry. <laughs> so we do have a lot in common. Um, but unfortunately, the good started to get bad. I was so used to being someone's girlfriend that I kept on waiting for him to ask me. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. It has, it always does. No worries, Nikki. You'll be fine. I was so used to men instantly wanting me and making me theirs. As time went on, and I was like, what the fuck? It's been almost like six months or seven months, maybe. I don't remember. I was like, what the fuck? Now, when I say we're toxic for one another, it's an understatement. I felt that it was time to tell him how I felt. Now, even years later, I'm still nervous to talk to him. I don't know how he'll react. Not nervous, per se, but careful. No, I'm fucking, I'm so harsh at times. I don't want to pop off and make him think that I, I want to fight. Maybe I am nervous. But if you knew everything that happened, you would be too. I felt as if he loved me too. 
I could feel it in his touch. I could feel it in his eyes. I could feel it everywhere. I could see it. That sparkle in his eyes. Everything. Just the way he told me everything. How can you say what he said to me without feeling the way he did? The things that he said to me were like just everything. Like when I tell you this man is so good, but yet so clueless and so out of sorts with his reality. I'm not saying reality, like he's he's not delusional. He he gives on a bigger heart than he actually has. So his heart's bigger than what he says. He plays this front and I and I'm not saying like he plays this front, but like he I know him. I know him very well. Like I can I know what he's gonna say. Not every time he's gonna say it, he might surprise me sometimes, but the the instant connection the physical aspects of everything it feels like you're floating when i hug him i'm instantly all my problems go away instantaneously it's like we are in our own little world but you know it just it's gonna happen hold on let me go to part two okay so part two sorry guys I can only do like record up to 30 minutes and then I have to start a new one. Okay. So yeah, the cosmic connection was everything, everything like I can't explain it. Like you, I just can't, I can't. And it's, you just got to feel it. Okay. So back to my story, unless, oh, hold on, sorry. Okay. Unless he was just some big player. He wouldn't commit to me. I was instantly like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe my ears. I had a, I was like, say that again? Just to see if I was right. Now he was still talking and I didn't even hear what the fucking word he said. All I could think was, you asshole. Me? How? I was used to men falling in love with me right away. With, the, with me and committing to me. I was so pissed. I didn't give a fuck about his reasonings. I was hurt, very badly hurt, which triggered my trauma of not being good enough. Was I not good enough for him? Was I not educated enough? I had two fucking degrees working on the third one at that time. I had my own business, plus I worked 60 plus hours. How are you not fucking ready to commit to me? I instantly was like, you fucking bitch. Not, not bitch, but you asshole. <laughs> Now, as I think back about it, I was so in love. And when they say you have blinders on, you really do. I instantly called him everything under the sun. He rejected me. He abandoned me. He triggered my insecurities. What I've always known to be true in my head, I felt it at the time. I put the work in. I did the effort. So where's my rewards? I deserve this. I deserved him. I was the one who wouldn't always be there for him. I was the one who would walk through fire and glass for him. I deserved this. I couldn't for one minute think of why he couldn't commit. What was haunting him? All I cared about was myself. Now, as I look back on it, being older and years have passed, what was haunting him? This, 
I didn't care what was haunting him. Did he have a bad, what was he insecure? What was his insecurities? Who hurt him this bad to never want to commit? It was all I, uh, he ever, he never said that last, that time he wouldn't. I I was just not now. Just not now. Oh, he, sorry. It was all I, he ever said that, not at this time, sorry. He just didn't want to commit now, but, you know, I was so wrapped up. It's, at that time, he did, he wouldn't. I was so wrapped up in my own shit that I didn't even care about his issues. No, it wasn't always me. He had a lot of red flags as well, and I did too. We were toxic together, but our toxic ways were what made us us. When he has this thing, he has this thing with inconsistency behavior, inconsistent behavior, and it's constantly right around the time after he sees me. Now, don't get me wrong. He told me this from the from day two. I knew what I was getting into myself, but as mostly a lot of women do, we say, fuck it. I'll fix him. I can, I can fix him. He'll, he'll see it. All he needs is just love. That's all he needs. He needs somebody to actually purely love him. I'll fix him. I can make this work. I'm strong enough to deal with it. My love is strong enough for the both of us. I got this. I'm good. I'll get him. Just you watch. I was so confident I was playing myself. But I was playing the long game. And that would have been okay. But like I admitted, I have faults too. He admitted to all his as well. The fact that he could disappear from my life like instantly killed me. It fucking killed me. I literally felt like, what the fuck? He can just forget everything we've ever had, everything we ever worked on, everything we ever said to each other, all the feelings that we left and just dust it off and say, fuck it. I'm gone. He slowly started pulling away. Not showing up to things I planned. When I say planned, I mean weeks and months ahead in advance. So it was an excuse for it. I mean, I know emergencies now. Now I know emergencies come and go. And, you know, you can't help life. And I get that. He was at the last minute would not be found. Until later. Now I know. A lot of times, it's things you have things to deal with. You know, you have emergencies happen, whatever, etc. But then he'd show up. And I was like, it's dust. It's just us in our own world. Fuck the world. When we're together, it feels like no one else exists. But... Just the sight of him makes me happy. Just the way he looks at me gives me goosebumps. Gave me goosebumps. Then it happened again and again and again and again. And I still stayed. I still stayed. I wanted to work it out. I wanted to work it out. I wanted to work it out. We'd stop talking. Then I would give in to, to my temptation and I'll send him that. All too well, I miss you text or message. We were right back to where we began. 
no matter how long or how much toxicity we did to one another, we give in. There is just something over that always being is us back to another. I always, in the back of my head, I was like, this shit, you never let me, you never let anyone do this to you, Nikki. Never, ever, ever. Like, I never let any man do this to me. What did he do to me? Like, what kind of spell was I under? I wouldn't put up with none of this bullshit with anybody else. When we were good, we were unstoppable. When we were bad, we were totally bad. When we go back to reality, we're not good. And when that happens, I overthink constantly. The constant doubt, do I not trust him? I would just say yes and no. Because whatever I ask him, he tells me. Even if it will hurt me. My temper also doesn't help. He's the calmer one. I am the, I am the, <laughs> I'm the fire. Plus when I am hurt, like he hurt me, not physically by any means, because they never hurt me. Never that. I go right for your heart. I say the most hurtful things. I will slash your little throat with my words. Like, I'm not trying to kill, kill anybody. Then not even remember what I said. I think I even told him that I would kill him and chop him in pieces and dump his body and walk away like nothing, like I didn't have a care in the world. Now, would I do that? Absolutely not. But if I hurt, if you hurt me, you have to hurt. Either physically or mentally. Not physically, but mostly mentally. That's why I know I have a bad, I have BPD. The abandonment issues, the wrath of my emotions. See, I cannot control my emotions. I feel everything 1,000% more than anyone else does. When I feel pain, I feel like someone died and somebody's gone forever. So now I know why I did things that, that I did. But I couldn't tell him that. I would feel like as if he knew, he would judge me. He never has by any means, but I know him. Our track record makes me feel like I couldn't actually tell him things in fear of him leaving. I am not, but that's in my head. Like I could literally tell him anything and he would understand. But in my head, I was like, oh shit, I can't tell him that. Oh, he'll leave, he'll leave, he'll leave. So I got to play, you know, dumb, not dumb, but like I had to play. I had to play the game. Um, I constantly told him how amazing that is when you just walk out without a care. How damaging, I'm sorry, that is when you just walk out without a care. So now present day, I'm used to his, I'm used to his shenanigans. I feel him. I know him. Not everything, but I know him. He lets on the, he's this heartless person who cannot retain love, but he's just as dark as I am. He's hurting his, he's hurting. His demons are just overtaking him. He can be the most gentlest man ever and then turn into a ghost. He's scared to commit. Who hurt him so badly? To ruin things for everyone. Is it himself? I never figured it out yet. Nor I don't think I should. I finally realized that it was both of us. We both have issues. I have to work on myself. I don't give into his want to fight moments. I am turning into I am turning into him. The more I don't give a fuck, 
The more I feel better, yes, I still think of him. Of course I do. Yes, I still miss him, but I don't dwell on it. There will always be us. He'll always be embedded in my head. He's burned into my soul. He's burned into my heart. You just don't get over the, that shit. You just get over his BS. Like I said, when we're good, we're good. But when we're apart, we're, we're shit. I come to realize that it's all in my head. My constant overthinking. He's with somebody else. He's messaging, he's messaging someone else. He's talking to somebody else. But he has to take half of the... But he has to take half of my over... He has to take my... He has to take... Can you read my writing? He has to take half of my overthinking. It hasn't been easy. He was giving me everything I wanted. Attention. We would... We were us again. But he just can't commit. I know he can because he has in the past. So obviously it's me. It has to be me. I'm not good enough for him. I'm not the right size. I'm not the right anything. Now that I'm older, I don't give a fuck. Let him do him. But I really don't. I really don't believe that. Like, I need to practice what I preach because it fucking hurts. Like, the worst praying impossible. But, like, I'm used to it. So, no more. I don't cry over him. I don't fucking, you know, I emotionally broke down several times. And he broke me first. And I felt like I had to retaliate. And all this, and he was never mine. He was never mine. It's it's kind of like I don't know what we were. We were we were not each other's. We were a situationship, and that's so fucking bad. That sounds horrible. And now that I think about it, I'm like, fuck, shit. Was I just a fucking another one on his, you know, to do list? Was I just one of them? You say all the right things. You say everything that you, how you feel. And is that all bullshit? I don't know. You know, he tells me that you need to stop overthinking, but it's so hard not to. If he can't just instantly give up on everything we've ever had, then fuck it. I can't too. By letting him go, I didn't just give up on him. I let him not worry about constantly having to make me happy or constantly worrying if he's given me enough anything. Nothing will ever come to the inconsistency, the the instantly connection we have for one another. It It will always be there. No matter how long time has passed, what he said to me or what we said to each other, if he walked through the door, I would automatically be drawn to him instantly. No matter... What the worst part about it, he has never, well, he was never mine to begin with. Did he love me? Did he feel the same way I did? People can say words, but actions speaks 1,000 times louder than words. His never matched. Well, when we would be together in the same room, we would, but apart, fuck it, no. And we're like not even an hour away from each other. So it's always the distance part. He just turned into this weird version of himself while I sat there like a dummy, believing everything he said. I knew what I, he would do. I knew 
the routine. But yet I still, for some reason, unknown reason, I constantly yearn for him. I constantly need to feel him. He's in my soul, my head, my heart. That just doesn't happen. But it it is what it is. I tried to I tried with every being in with me to make it happen. But I have to take it as fuck this. He's never going to change. Fuck this. But yes, I endured the pain. So I felt I deserved him. I felt as if I wouldn't be that woman that would do it. But I wasn't, nor do I think I ever was. If he can't just walk away from everything we've ever had, so can I. Fuck him. I've changed for the better. If he wants to fuss and argue and be stupid and say stupid shit, let him. Argue with yourself. He has to feel the pain as well. He has to know the damage that he did. The pain that I felt when he ghosted me and the pain that when he walks away from my life, you can't just do that. You can't, it does more harm than good. You just make that person feel like you're, they're the worst piece of shit. I'd rather you tell me what happened or what I did wrong or, you know, that I'm a big piece of shit or I'm too fat or I'm too ugly or whatever the case may be than to be ghosted. Like, that's the worst pain in the world. He has to feel what he did to, to me for all these years. I hope he hears this podcast, too. His excuses were just that... Like I said, excuses. Remember, entitled people are the most loneliest people in the world. Not that he's entitled, or maybe I'm just a brat or a bitch. I just, I check his ass. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, just like he checks me. Maybe I'm just untamable. Maybe everything I've ever said about myself is true. Why do I do this to myself? Well, that's why I take medication now. (laughs) My body issues have gotten so bad. I hide from the mirrors. I know I have this issue with my lungs that I have excess water on them and everywhere that I literally bloat to like the point I feel like a fucking whale. I hate my body. Literally hate it. I never would let anybody see it. I would would never ever I would never let anyone know. But here it is. I'm still dealing with them. So back to not giving a fuck. In my story, I wasn't even given the entire facts. I always went to the worst case scenario instantly. Do not learning of what he needed. That I needed to give a fuck. I just need to get the facts now. I still overthink, but I'm getting better. I know I have the wisdom that why do I care so much? Fuck it. That's their problem. Make sure you get all the facts. First, it's important. They might be lies, so fuck it. We cannot control everything or what people do or say, but we can control how we react and how we are. Let them feel stupid. It might not be today, tomorrow, but years, but karma's a bitch and she will get them. I used to want to be, I used to want instant gratification. Who am I kidding? I still do. But I know not to be stupid. Not, I know how to be patient. I am good enough. I have almost three degrees now. Working on one. Two fantastic jobs. Well, one and a half. And I'm finally doing things that I love. I have always wanted more and more and more and never. I'm just never satisfied. I allow myself to just sit back and say, fuck it. I did it. I have three great children. My own home that I bought myself. I bought my cars. And I still... I'm still in school to further my education. 
and I'm going to mortuary school. I'm not gloating by any means. I fucking worked my ass off for this, for everything I got. I mean, everything. I was never handed anything. Everyone has a right to brag a little bit. And it, the things that they're proud of. It's not bragging, it's validation for yourself. In relationships, romantic or friendship or platonic, you have to tell, you have to take accountability for both of your actions, rather being right or wrong. You are always choosing freely. If something bad happens in your life, you choose whether to change it or just sit in the shit and be miserable. Sometimes people self-sabotage themselves or relationships because their values aren't right. I did others aren't to blame. I did. I always said, you know, the others are to blame. The men are to blame, not me. I was blaming him because of his actions. I was blaming him because I wasn't talking, taking accountability for myself. If you take responsibility, you choose to make it right. You have to choose what action to take. It's not their responsibility to make you feel better or validated or loved. You should already have that instilled in your head. Everything I need to practice what I, well, yeah, although I need to practice what I preach, that's one of my faults and that's one of my biggest insecurities. I give great advice, but I don't take my own. Make sure you look at yourself and take responsibility for the part, yes, I fucking have issues. Let's talk about them. Don't just disappear when things go bad because you don't want to hurt people. It hurts them worse. Also, sometimes someone leaving you could be the best thing in your, in your entire life. I learned how to be a better person, how to love better. So thanks to all my men for teaching me the lessons you did. My exes, my family, my ex-friends, thank you so much. And I'm being absolutely sincere. Like, I, I'm friends with some of my exes, and... They're just, you know, I thank them. I thank them all. Like, my kid's dad gave me my babies. Like, without that, I wouldn't be nothing. So, you know, I do thank all of them. Sometimes you choose your pain. But you have to take responsibility for it. How do you react to the pain and hurt and tragedy? But how you react to the pain, hurt, and tragedy is up to you. Some people play the attention card. Others walk in their self, follow in their self-pity. Others feel it and move on. You have the power to choose. So now there is a part about genetics. For example, I didn't choose my mental issues. I didn't choose my medical history, but I can choose now how I handle it. It's not my fault, but it's my responsibility to deal with it. No one else is. People in my life don't deserve that. And people in my life don't have to deal with it. No one else has deserves my emotions or actions or my wrath you can either choose to be a shitty person or choose to be a good person then choose whether or not the other one i have to suffer the consequences you have to choose so like if you choose to be a better person you'll get better rewards and like so like for instance you know i don't know this person one of my friends is a big trump supporter i'm not a trump supporter I let her talk, you know, everything about it. And my friend, our friendship of 30 something years is not worth us getting into an argument about. It's not worth, I mean, we agree to disagree, but like, we don't go into vile. Like, we'll talk about it, but when it gets like 
when it starts to get like hot, we, we stop because you know what? Our friendship is more powerful than some fucking politician. So that's how you choose to be a better person. And they have to choose to do that too. It's just about maturity. Like I said, you could be a shitty ass person and I'm, I'm shitty. So like, I'm not saying that I'm not excluding myself from this. Like I'm shitty. I did wrong too. I fucking, in my relationships, um, romantic and friendships and family, I'm a shitty ass person. And I'm going to get into that later, how shitty I was. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Fuck you. If you disrespect me, I'm going to fucking make you hurt. And it's just a vicious cycle. I chose one or the other. I have to suffer the consequences. So, you know, whatever you want to do, you you still have to suffer the consequences. Whether that being that you lose that person or you go to jail or whatever. You know, it is what it is. Um, I knew what I was getting into, but yet I chose to deal with it. Nobody makes it through life without the scars. It's not always going to be sensitive. So I'm sorry, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. It will rain and snow. Some people are literally victimized. Trauma, abuse, sexual abuse, suicidal death. That's not their fault. It's how you choose to deal with it. You can play the victim card. Or get better. Counseling, rehab, support groups, um, talking to your friends. You can do it. Even the best people suffer. We're all on this media frenzy too. I feel as if they're blowing everything out of proportion. In my opinion only. So everything from now on is just my opinions. I'm not saying you have to believe in what I believe in. I'm not forcing my my beliefs upon anybody. This is just what I've been through. And this is what I know. Like myself. I'm like, if you believe in everything else, please don't take this personally. Um, like I said, my intentions are not to hurt anybody. Um, they pull everything out of, out of the world. They, instead of dealing with the regular news, they have to choose outrage and blow everything to the worst case scenario. It's truly getting harder to believe what's real and what's not. A lot of people are playing the victim and others aren't. We all have to deal with people that we don't like or loathe or are annoyed by, but we can just pick our battles. We don't have to like one another, what others say, but we choose how we deal with it. Now, I'm not saying things won't piss you off. Of course not, they will. Or if someone punches you in the face, not to defend yourself or disrespects you, don't either. But honestly, what will happen, well, you'll go to jail, you'll catch a case, and it's a hassle. Don't get me wrong, sometimes it's necessary to fucking, you know, to pick your consequences. It's necessary that you have to be vile and you have to be physical. It's not necessary to, you know, be the aggressor. I am not telling anyone what I, what to do. By any means, I'm just merely speaking for myself. So you're going to ask now, how do I change? So this is all in the book. So this is, I'm just paraphrasing the book. Like it's all in the book. So you're going to ask yourself, how do I change? It's the hardest fucking thing in the world. Let me tell you, you're literally reprogramming years and decades of what you believe and what you know to be right about your thoughts or your beliefs. It's fucking hard. I'm telling you. You'll give up about 50 times, but still keep trying. 
you just choose that you give a shit. You just choose what you actually give your shit about. Give a shit about. So you have to choose what you actually give a shit about. And when you start seeing the change and feeling it, watch how many people are going to leave your fucking life. The shitty ones that don't want you to grow and do better will automatically be jealous. They'll drop like flies. The ones who are down for you and value your relationship or are the real ones, they'll value even more. I started to look back on my life and say I was wrong, but so were you, so were they. I cared way too much. I thought he was just instantly going to, ha- I thought things were just instantly going to happen, that we would just make this a better life together, but I had to work for it. It lit is literally whatever you want it to life is what literally ever you want it to be. Don't let people tell you who you love or what's the right way to love or who you don't who you can't marry the same sex or whatever. They're just outsiders looking in a glance that they're not there for the real reasons. They're not there through the hard shit. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Whatever makes you fucking feel good. Situationships, relationships, hookups, whatever. You're a real person. People will stick by you for whatever you choose. The real ones will. I want the child Nikki to be happy with the present Nikki. The future me to be proud of my decisions. Yes, I made mistakes. Fuck it. Who doesn't? That grew me. We all have different lives, different views, different beliefs, etc. The difference is the different was my and my answer just keeps as I ask myself this question it would I would what is meaningful to me my answer would always be different so like the more I grew up the more different my answer would be oftentimes we we rather sit in our ways or our comfort zones than actually test our skills Evil people think they're not evil. They think everyone else is. Uncertainty is caused by not having self-worth. Be open-minded with your your uncertainty. Not one person will validate you. So as I go on, so the book also tells us about Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is is a saying that that whatever can go wrong will go wrong. The harder things you see yourself doing, the more you'll avoid it. Common enemies. It'll feel like it's us versus them. Those who get it save the world, and those who don't don't give a shit. They don't fucking care. Michael Jordan has this quote about the about failure. He says, "I can't expect I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. That's stuck in my head forever. I used to I use it every day in in my everyday decisions. How can you win if you don't try?" It literally works in all aspects of life. Even if you do something small, even if you're an asshole, at least you're fucking true to yourself. Do anything to help people understand your feelings. Don't just be a prick and vanish. Even failure makes us better. Rejection will actually make you better. Remember, oh, terror and fear is a motherfucker. We all experience it. The fear of the unknown. I had to do it. I had to do everything to get myself in this mindset. 
I had to revisit some painful ass tragic shit that I buried deep down inside. I fucked around. I didn't care what I was when I was younger. I fucking literally blew through my fucking money. I literally fucked my life up. I had the worst childhood. I wouldn't listen to my mom or my mama brown. Or mama brown. I was literally a fucking bitch. I was so mean. And I was in so much pain back then. All I knew was how to fuck the, everything up. I was underage drinking. I just lost my mom, my rock, my whole world. That's when Mama Brown came to my life. I was out of control. Everything she said, I defied her. Don't go to Cabrini Green, Nikki. Fuck. Fuck it, I went. Go to school, Nick. I did, but I left. Lie after lie after lie. I was literally a fucking terror. I still don't know to this day how she dealt with me. She didn't have to raise me. She chose to. The time I realized that I fucked up, she literally whooped my fucking ass. Like, literally whooped my ass. Mama Brown didn't play. Believe me. When I say literally, I mean literally. So let me express my feelings and give me... She let me express my feelings and she gave me a pass because my mom just died. I remember it like it was yesterday. So I said, my mom is dead. I don't have to fucking listen to you. And when I said that, the instantaneously, I knew I fucked up. I literally fucked around and I found out that day. Shit, it was hard. I was hard-headed and stubborn. I changed my ways instantly. I did better in school. I worked my ass off to get a great job. I wanted her I wanted to make her proud of me. And I did. She never wanted she never wanted for anything. She never took the place of my mother. She just loved me like one. She just loved me like mine did. I am eternally grateful for her. My college, my degrees, my businesses, my jobs, my attitude, my good my goodness comes from both my, my mother and Mama Brown. But I'm still fearless. But I don't give a shit. Back then, now, back then, I was fucking fearless. I didn't give a shit. I would just walk in everywhere like I own the motherfucker. Well, now as I'm getting older, I'm more aware. I'm more conscious. I'm more cautious. Well, on some things, I am. But I'm feisty as fuck. I have fire in my eyes. I'm tenacious. I'm educated. And I still have that fearless woman in me, but she's just tucked away for when I need her. If I wasn't for her, I wouldn't have what I have now. I thank her and my mom every day, wherever they are. I've learned until you have a life-changing moment to do better, but it doesn't always have to be the hard way. Like, I usually take it. Remember hard head? Remember, a hard head makes a soft ass. I did things the hard way. When you experiment and wonder, poof, it's like magic. You stick to it. When you feel like it's a chore, you'll give up. So remember that you want change. You choose how to react and act. Just feeling good is mundane. Learn to choose a new value. Welcome you. Welcome it. You'll be glad you did. It's going to feel weird, like you're going to fail, and you probably will. But fuck it. We do what we we do. We do. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? We don't know until we try.
What's the worst that can happen? You stop being a dick? LOL. We don't know life. We don't. Oh my God. I, I, I could read everybody. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. What can we lose? Literally nothing. Everything is caused by fear. If you want to ask someone out or you're feeling or ask for something you want, what can they say? All they can say is no, right? Life shouldn't be about all this hard shit. Just do it anyway. Fuck it. You know, you're just try it. You have to be real with yourself. Clearly, when you're when you assume shit, it makes an ass out of both of us. Don't just assume things of others. I know my people that know me are going to be like, Nick, practice what you preach. I know. Yes, I know. And I will. I do assume the worst. I assume the worst. But you don't assume the worst. Like, for instance, people and doctors calling people obese. I literally cannot stand that word. Yes, papers. Don't assure that they got. Don't assure that they get they got that way because all they do. Oh, don't assume that they got that they got that way because all they do is sit around and stuff and and stuff their face all day and every hour. There are so many other things that could be wrong to consider: health problems, medication, mental health. This is a personal issue for me. I ain't skinny by any means. I avoid or try to avoid the doctor's office because of it. But now I can't. I literally can't. I feel as if men doctors, not all men doctors, but some are assholes. And this is my opinion. My opinion only. They don't have the emo- they have the emotions like they don't have the they oh my god, I can read people. <laughs> they don't have the emotions like women do. I have all female doctors on my list. My, my literally, my literal doctor, she knows my issues. It's all how you go about it. She says you'll know. You know what? We'll work on that together. She doesn't body fat shame me. My lungs are fucked up to the point, like, my lungs are fucked up really bad. And I have asthma. So, like, I have a water gaining problem, water retention problem now. So, yes, that's part of me. But it's not everything. Well, I'll tell you what. I am so grateful for her. Some some with smokers don't go around. So the same thing with smokers. Don't go around them if you don't like it. If you don't smoke. Yes, it's not healthy. But that's your choice. That's their choice. It doesn't bother me because I literally have to choose to not go by them or whatever. It's all about choice. Just don't choose to be an asshole. Now you're going to say, well, blah, 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 blah. It's hard. Yeah, of course it is. But you know what? It's worth it. We cannot control what others think of us, but we can control how we act or react towards them. It's quite simple, literally. Shitty ass fucks do shitty ass fuck things. Good people do good things. You have to choose whether or not you choose whether or not you want to deal with it. Don't give a fuck about it. Our brains have two sides. Actual facts is the working brain, and the feelings brain is the other side. So, like, my feeling brain is is my weakness. My working side knows better. Sometimes I have to get, sometimes I give in to my weekends, but that's my choice. The author Niche said, 
don't hope for a better life. Simply just be a better life. Lying to ourselves is just like being, like lying to others. Us as humans are guilt-ridden creatures. For example, if you, okay, so this is about religion. And once again, I'm going to put a disclaimer out. I, I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in the aspect of God. I believe in other forms. So I'm not saying that if you believe in God, if you don't, if you believe in religion, you're not wrong. So I'm, this is just my views and I respect everybody's views. So don't take this personally. So for example, if you found a wallet with money and you can't find the owner and no one is around and you take it, you pick it up. Now, this is my opinion only. Let me emphasize on that. It's my opinion only. I will not I will not disrespect another person's religion. I will talk about it. I enjoy talking about it. I let my, my friends are Catholic, Christian, whatever. They tell me everything. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't believe in religion or God as a person. These are my own beliefs, and I'm not in no way hurting anyone who believes in God or religion. I'm not putting my beliefs onto other people as well. Just to make this clear, we can believe in whatever we want to believe in, and don't let anyone make you feel bad for saying otherwise. With that being said, if you believe in God, you'll think, God gave it to you. What? Then now what? You owe him? You praise him and say thank you. Then boom, instantly you you feel no guilt, like the guilt's gone. But how? How does it go? It's like he promises you heaven. If you do all these right things, but as soon as you do bad, bam, you go to hell. But yet you shouldn't do bad things. But if you do, you're instantly forgiven. How does that make sense? Now, I was raised Catholic. Believe me, I know how it is. The painful Sunday mornings getting dressed up. When, when, what does God care what I fucking wear? I feel like we're actually in hell here. I feel like hell is here. We're living it. And politics and law and laws shouldn't be mixed together. I'm sorry, politics and religion and laws shouldn't be mixed together. They're all assholes. All the politics are fucking assholes and crooks. They don't give a fuck about us. The rich gets richer and they get better once you get a grasp of that, the better off you are. Someone once told me and still continues to tell me, wishing is for kids. He's right. We have to work hard to get what we want. We just don't get what we want by wishing. Human pain is like a game. Every time you feel it, another pain comes into play. The faster you bury it, the faster it comes back. It could come back in different times, different feelings, different forms, different shapes. What pain are you willing to struggle with? If God really knows everything, why not do the sin first? Why, does it, why doesn't he stop it from happening? Why doesn't he stop the, the sins from happening first? God works, the, the air quotes, God works in mysterious ways is bullshit. As I said before, just because I don't believe in religion doesn't mean you don't have to. I won't disrespect or put my beliefs onto anyone. Others that do, it's all about respect. 
in closing, remember you chose to give up. Remember what we, remember, I swear to God, I could read everybody, I swear. <laughs> remember <laughs> what you choose to give a fuck about will be great. It's going to be hard. You're going to give up and fail and shit. And you will slip a lot, but you'll learn. And if you don't want to change, it's okay too. We have no, we have no control of others believe or what they do and what they think of us but we can't choose how we react um so remember it's all about choice and i have to keep on working on this like i'm not saying that i'm not weak i'm i have my weaknesses i have temptations i give into my temptations a lot and also like i want to credit the book um it's the subtle the subtle <laughs> Art of Not Giving a Fuck and Everything is Fucked by Mark Manson. It's, it's an amazing book. I'm not sponsored by anybody, so it's not a sponsorship. I just want to make that clear. Um, it's an amazing book. It's really, really good. I read through it, both books, in like half a day. And I'm an avid book reader anyway, so it's amazing. When I say amazing, believe me, it's life-changing. He just puts everything into perspective. And you might not like it, but I do. Because he's real. He's a real person. He talks about real life. Um, I want to thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. I know it was a long one, and I don't want to disrespect anybody. Thank you to all my exes. Thank you so, so much. You guys all taught me lessons. You guys taught me love. You guys taught me how to be a better person and i am eternally grateful and others for putting up with my with my ass um i know i put up with a lot of shit from them so <laughs> so let that be known and thank you everybody for listening make sure and then also make sure to subscribe and and you know i need to make money <laughs> i'm just joking lol just joking. No, literally just share and, you know, be good to one another, but also be good to yourself. Remember to give yourself grace and you're going to fuck up. You're going to fail. You know, it is what it is. I'm not saying you have to change. I'm not saying anybody has to change. I just, if you feel bad about yourself, just do, do little things. Um, I know mental health is a big issue. And if you're, you know, if you feel like you're suicidal, Make sure you get a hold of somebody. Um, you know, 988 to my Chicago peeps. Please, please be careful in Chicago. Um, you know, there's bad things that happen there. Um, take care of one another. Take care of your family. Take care of the people that you want in your life. You know, people come and go for a season and for a reason. Um, I'm not saying that I'll never give into temptation because I will. And I need to practice what I preach. But then again, I'm just human. Um, I love the fact that I'm starting to be a better person. I'm, I'm not there yet, but damn, am I trying. Um, I don't think I'll ever be okay with myself. But I feel as if, you know, I got to remember that it's my problem, not anybody else's. 
the men in my life, they never made me feel that I wasn't beautiful. They never made me feel like it wasn't a chore for them to, you know, they literally loved me for me and everything that came with me. So, and I'm not saying they were angels because they weren't, um, but in that aspect, it's all in my head. It's all in my head. Um, I have to overcome that. But then again, they didn't exactly help, but I, it's my fault. And I chose, it feels like they all left. So like, I didn't like, I left them a lot and I didn't want to, you know, work on things, but it is what it is. Like I said, it's all, you know, mistakes and learning aspects. And, you know, we talk and we still, I mean, not every day, but, you know, I say hi and whatever. Um, a lot of them got new girlfriends, so I'm, you know, really, really proud of them. And I'm happy for them. And I hope they, you know, move on with their life and be happy. They deserve it. Um, with that being said, I will see you guys later. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. And make sure you are better than anybody. Don't ever feel like you're not good enough. And remember to cut those toxic people away. You'll feel so much better. And I hope everybody feels better. And we'll see you again.